0: Welcome back to another episode of Pewology. This is the show where the people, the pews, get to weigh in a can whole bunch of issues. Movies? No? You can just talk. Okay. A whole bunch of issues. Things like spirituality, sexuality, psychology, politics. Tomorrow is election day. And... Criminology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and as a federal felon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, is that a lifetime ban? That's a lifetime ban. It's yeah, a there, lifetime there's ban There's no voting. vehicle by which you can reinstate your rights, either voting, gun rights. None of those things can be reinstated on you a can't federal own level. A, there is one way. It's called a presidential pardon, and I'm not getting one. No. No. It doesn't matter who's in that White House. I'm not no, going to get a presidential here. pardon. I mean, I don't even know Kanye West. You can't West. own a gun. You, you can't own a gun. You can't vote. I can't even be near guns. You know, that's, mm. you know, I mean, that's what they want. Were me you a of. gun guy before? No, I grew up in New York. Nobody uh, has guns nobody in New York has, City. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nobody needs one there. No crime. Yeah, yeah. No one needs it. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody has guns in New York. <laughs> just the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but you, no. But so, you're just a lowly Florida felon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> peon. You're a yeah. peon in the felonious world.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an overachiever. You're an underachiever. But you don't think you don't want to vote.
1: No. <laughs> like, for what? <laughs> That's just it, huh? You're just like, and yeah, out. Is this, are we in a swing state? No. I haven't voted in my whole life, so, like, I, I mean, start now?
2: Every time I vote, I'm upset with it. I'm u- upset. You're
1: upset about the vote?
0: About yeah, the vote?
2: Yeah, like, because, like, you that, like that, that, then, like, like say, for instance, right, okay. so I voted for Biden, and I can't stand it now. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I just, it's just always regret. It's like, Fired for (laughs) more. So, like, if if I were to vote, it'd be against whatever,
3: whoever my mom's voting for. So, like, my my mom's voting for somebody, I'm voting, I'm like, who do you not like? I'm like, all right, I'm voting for that guy.
1: I voted only once in my life anyway. It was uh, Gore and Bush during that election, Gore and Bush. Yeah. And I voted for Gore. I was living in Manhattan at the time. There was no way. I was going to vote for Bush in that environment, and it's amazing how much the environment <laughs> <laughs> the environment really shapes your thinking. Yeah, you know what I mean. It does, yeah. but I don't think Florida is necessarily going to swing. I mean, this particular area around Orange County, I know that's like up for grabs in a way. Yeah, it can go either way, but Florida in general will will typically vote red and um, uh, red for the Republicans. It's okay. flopped
0: back and forth. Some, I mean, it went for Obama. You it know? did. Yeah. Oh, yeah? And so it's gone back and forth. It's close. It's usually like in the state of Florida, usually the I-4 corridor. So Orlando and Tampa decide. Yeah. Like, you know, North Florida is Republican. South Florida is typically Democrat unless you're Cuban. And then you're down with the Republicans too. Right. (laughs) And then, uh, the middle of the state kind of makes it up their mind, but you're right in the fact that nationally this year, it's not, it's, you know, this is, this is a governor, governor election, governor election.
1: And so it's all about local stuff and politics and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. And I mean, they say all politics is local, but you know, you know, what's great about being a, a recovering drug addict is that you're taught to. Or, you know, you're, you're supposed to just stay in your own lane. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. And so- What do you mean? Like-, like What I mean is there was a You time, got enough problems in your own? No, those. no, not like that. Not <laughs> like that. More like um, you can only control the things that you can control. And most of the stuff, you leave it to God or to the world yeah. or to the universe, whatever you yeah. want to call it. And- um you know, in, in doing this program, what I found was that the less I'm concerned with things like politics, which may have an effect on me, but I have very little effect on politics. Right. You know what I mean? So right. there's not much I can do right. in terms of politics. We are so passionate about politics. Like so a, like in a, You
3: know, oh like a
0: social God. setting, Where everybody is. starts talking about everybody.
3: That used to be <laughs> a faux about, Yeah. But not me. It used to be,
1: don't talk about God, <laughs> don't talk about religion and politics. And politics. You don't talk yeah. about that. Because people get upset. Yeah, 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 and that was, thats how I was so passionate. Taught. And
0: you can have—you have no power in any of those arenas. Right,
1: right, right. And you have no power exactly. You have no power. <laughs> and the faster you learn that you have no power, the less you're interested in dealing with those things. You know, it's more entertainment now than, yeah. than it is anything to be specifically uh, charged up about. Yeah. At least in my life, because you
2: know, I have no effect on it. I really don't.
0: You usually,
1: vote. Usually, yeah.
0: Uh, you looked unconvinced there. No,
2: no. Usually, I've voted ever since I was able to vote. So.
1: Oh, okay. Okay,
2: so Ooh, we got one faithful voter,
0: citizen. one retired voter, one I don't care.
1: <laughs> a retired voter, right? right. Band, more like He's band. Like banned. Voter. He's a
0: band voter. He's a band voter. <laughs> yeah, we don't care no more. So. And this guy's out to lunch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, Whatever happens, happens. He's yeah, like, that's the right. That's gonna happen. I got an advertisement
0: way. from Charlie Crist, and uh, it was actually the other
3: party. But yeah. Or, yeah,, he was like, uh what what other party? what are you talking about, <laughs> <laughs> about <that. laughs>
0: Hey, so, um, we did a little wedding this weekend. We got together. It was a jam. It was a nice little time. Had a you know what I'm time. saying? Got to meet your wife. Lovely. Yeah. Thank lovely. You. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, looked like you guys are just loving life and you know We are.
1: Rocking and rolling. Very different than uh nine months ago. Okay. You know, but uh definitely we are we are hitting our stride. Okay. Yeah, and we had a great time. It was a, a beautiful sermon that you gave. We do yeah. call sermon. What do we call that? Yeah, the sermon's fine. Yeah, it's an, a beautiful sermon that you gave. It was a, a beautiful ceremony. Yeah. We really enjoyed it. We had a great time. And That's cool. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but the sober people were partying the hardest. Yeah. yeah. You know? Having it, a good time. Yeah, Who was on the dance floor the most? We were. Yeah. You know? Who what was out there, up? you know, being social butterflies? Uh, it was us. Uh,
3: you saw the uh, moves. Were there people not sober there?
1: Uh, There was a little alcohol, right? Somewhere? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I yeah, well, I mean, I do know. I, I, yeah, you know, you know. there were a couple people, you know, know drinkers. Sure. You know, they show up even if it's a drive wedding, they'll figure it out. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, oh a couple you people know. had
1: a little, uh, little something. I in think their, so. um, in their shirt.
0: <laughs> I think it's. I think so. I think I noticed a little something, something going on. Okay. So listen, YouTube bums didn't get invited.
1: That's you know? not exactly true. Axel, <laughs> Axel was invited. <laughs> I will, <yeah. laughs> He just didn't have at the time. He didn't have a wife or girlfriend, a fiance uh, to RSVP
2: for him as
1: a single man. You get that yeah. thing. You're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll send that back. I'll yeah. send that back. I'll send that back until they were like, you're out.
3: Yeah. yeah. Not, they were just like, oh, you. are ain't mad. Oh, you can't come. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mad at all. Yeah, you ain't matter. You like that kind of stuff, going to the like the social gatherings like that? I do, the, but the forced like wedding. Some,
2: kind some of. I can just do without. Yeah, I mean, I got you. Outdoor weddings, I'm not real thrilled with. Nah, it's tough, and it rains. Dre- you guys there during the rain? Yeah, wedding, I thought it was fun. I thought it was an adventure.
0: Yeah, no it was kind of an. It did turn into an adventure. It yeah, was. It was, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, but it was like
1: it made it memorable for us. We we enjoyed yeah. it, you know, seeing everybody scatter and hiding and. You know, but then hilarious. we came out. The sun came out. Yeah. Maybe there was even a rainbow. I was like, okay, here we go. We're gonna yeah. do this. This was
2: way. This was out here in the field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and yeah. we love weddings. What are you
0: having? Like, you have like trauma, like memories or something. Like, you got some like, <laughs> past trauma from <laughs> going About to weddings
1: here.
2: <laughs> no, I just like I know what that feels like when it rains. <laughs> Oh, you
1: yeah. have rain trauma, not wedding no, trauma. No, no, oh, no. Okay, okay,
0: gotcha,
2: gotcha. I didn't, know. I didn't being, know. Being hot, sweaty, all dressed up, no thanks. Yeah. I'll pass.
1: Yeah. Hot and sweaty. Very different than most of the weddings that I've been to. Yeah. Because most of the weddings I've been to are Jewish weddings. Yeah. And uh, they get down. They go crazy at Jewish yeah. weddings. You know, chairs are getting thrown. Yeah. And, I want to go Jewish. You know, yeah, it's it a lot like of fun. It Looks like a jam. And not that this wasn't fun. It was just the, uh, it was a very different energy. At least yeah. in the beginning, it was very different. There was also a lot of alcohol at Jewish weddings. Too. Yeah, and most uh, weddings are, of, are like uh, mo- most
0: weddings. I mean, it, it, let's admit it. Like most weddings, kind of circu. You know, it kind of it you know, gravitates bar? around alcohol. Yeah, it's a two reason to go socially drink. Yeah, no,
3: three three weddings in my whole life. Yeah. It was my um my aunt's wedding, when I was really young, like seventeen, eighteen, and then uh, I say really young, like if it was a long time ago, I'm only thirty one. But um, then it was uh, my one of my best friends' weddings, like uh, before I got sober, and um that was pretty really cool. And then your wedding, I went to that. That was like the only three I've ever been to. How was that wedding? It was
2: a good wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good was outside it was here it was here it was outside
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> were
2: you the uh were you officiating oh, yeah. the wedding oh, oh yeah oh okay okay
0: i get it i officiated the wedding and the divorce on that one. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit Went
2: uh, yeah, full uh, circle
0: bro oh, no. bro
2: full but, circle
0: uh, you know, what happened
2: was, <laughs> let me this I, mean, I
0: never know what to do about this like um this is an interesting little dilemma right because, it, let's go through it slowly, but I never really know what to do um, when I'm inviting my friends that are in recovery into a social situation where there's going to be alcohol, right? Like, wh- what advice would you give to the, the friend who's doesn't have a problem with alcohol, right? Invite him anyways. Do, invite the, invite the, the, yeah. the sober guy? Invite the sober yeah. guy, Hi. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. Like I, I just feel like, yeah, yeah I tell you why. Here's, here's the reason why it's, a, it's an issue for me, at least in my mind, and I think a lot of cult, a Christians culturally it's an issue, because there's an actual specific place in the New Testament where it talks about not causing your brother to stumble. Don't set your brother up in a situation where he can stumble, and usually that's applied specifically to alcohol. Like, hey, if you got a guy that's you know struggling with this, you don't take him to a freaking bar. You know what I'm saying,
1: but like, that interpretation of that specific line yeah. is usually connected to we you, we connected to
0: alcohol and drugs and that kind of thing. You know, mm. not drugs because you know nobody should be doing that. But right. you know what I'm saying, like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? it's
2: like nobody should. I, I'm, Everybody. Smiling, Everybody. Nobody I'm thinking does. about maybe inviting you. But a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, but 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 the alcohol. That's that's an issue. So for instance, like every now and then, like the there's a group of the guys at the church. You know, they'll get together and they watch the fight. Together sometimes, but they will be alcohol, and then they'll be like, Oh, should maybe we shouldn't
3: invite so and so? Like, I don't want to make Look, that weird for them. I'm, a, I'm gonna answer that question right here. Okay, hit me with the hit me the book. The book's um, on you. page 101, working with others, is our sole role is to uh, to not avoid a place where there is going to be drinking if we are we have a legitimate reason for being there. That includes bars, nightclubs, dances, receptions, weddings, even plain ordinary whoopee parties. To a person who has had experience with an alcoholic, this may seem like tempting providence, but it isn't. You will note that we made an important qualifications. Therefore, ask yourself on each occasion, have I any good social, business, or personal reason for going to this place? Or am I expecting to steal any a little vicarious pleasure from the atmosphere of such places? If you if you answer these questions uh, satisfactory, you need have no Apprehension. Go or stay away, whichever seems best, but be sure you're on solid spiritual ground before you start and that your motive in going is thoroughly good. Do not think of what you could get out of the occasion. Think of what you can bring to it. But if you are shaky, you had better work with another alcoholic instead.
0: Mm. You know, so I like paraphrase,
1: that. Is, I guess it's depending on the person, but you're not supposed to yeah. avoid places that serve liquor just on the grounds of, I don't want to go there because of, there's liquor. Right. However, if you're probably two weeks sober, that might not be the best environment wisdom. for you. Me. Gotta you got know? to use wisdom. Got to use Let wisdom. Let me read that this. One. No, but
0: I, I like, hold on. This is an interesting thing because I like, it almost sounds like what you're saying is hey, um, we're admitting right up front that it's not the environment, it's not the outside that's causing the addiction or causing the, what we want, how do we want to say that? The misuse, right? It's what's going on internally, mm-hmm. and you got it, and that's on you to deal with. It's, a judge, right? it right oh, it's
2: like a self judgment call. Like, right? How about you read this? This last mm-hmm. paragraph. Uh, you want me read? Right
0: yeah, now? you read. It. Okay. Someday we hope that Alcoholics Anonymous will help the public to a better realization of the gravity of the alcoholic problem, but we shall be. But we shall be of little use if our attitude is one of bitterness or hostility. Drinkers will not stand for it. After all, our problems were of our own making. Bottles were only the symbols. Besides, we have stopped fighting anybody and anything. We have to. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's – I don't know, man. I've never actually asked somebody in the program that question. And I got to tell you, I've been in – more than one conversation where that was exactly that we're like Should somebody's we hosting a thing or we're going to a thing and they're like like i think i think it, you're even your name has come up at one point like it was like oh man like i don't want to put nick in a weird situation you know what i'm saying like hey so so you know fight nights
2: yeah you, but you know what i'm saying like, I, i've gone to like what two of them maybe yeah but like i was like one of there's only a few of us at that time, that were probably like sober at that, yeah,
0: time. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying,
2: and, and you know, we' like me, this is James. a pretty tame
0: setting, I mean, this is not a bunch of guys like you know off the wall and leaving drunk and dry, all that kind of stuff. This is a very tame setting, but it's still these are these believers are very mindful, they're like, oh man, we don't want to put our brother in this situation, yeah, but that's a weird thing to spin back to me and spin back to the people who are thinking that way it's like, hey. The Alcoholics Journey is not about, like, hey, the environments. In fact, the envir- part of being in the program is learning how to, to deal in, in, in those environments, right? And to deal with your sobriety in those environments. No. Yeah. Is that overstating
2: it? No, I don't think so. Not I not think, at all. Uh, it, like, it just really depends on the person, like, the strength. Of, not necessarily the strength, just your, like, your program, like, where you're at in your program, like... Well,
3: you know, like, what I used to do with uh, with uh, MPSG. I used to travel everywhere. Oh, and, like, man, yeah. How do you think I, like, everybody in my, in my like, they smoke weed at home. They, like, yeah. you know, I had to live with people who, like, drink all the time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm like, I went to nightclubs with them all the time I would be the designated driver yeah you know like um with my friends I'm He's like trying to pick up chicks, I, found, uh, I found use I mean I was also trying to pick up they're always like what are you drinking I'm like oh what is it um Red Bull and they're like and what I'm like and ice like <laughs> <laughs> you're not drinking I'm like nah they're like why not I'm like because I gotta drive you know no, uh, but you can't have it a little bit. I'm like, trust me and I want me to have a little bit. Why, why do people that are drinking, especially drinking
0: like heavily socially, they always want everybody else to be drinking? Do you ever notice
3: Because nobody yeah, likes absolutely. to
0: drink alone. Yeah, you nobody want wants to judge Yeah, <laughs> <lot. What laughs> but why? What is that? But when I was doing
1: heroin, I didn't want everybody around me doing heroin. I just right. do it quietly in the corner and then, you know, I'd hang but out there. But drinking is another thing. It's yeah, very yeah, social. Yeah, it's
0: like, yeah, come on. If I'm yeah. drinking, you're drinking. Like, it's like, okay, no, there's a lot of peer pressure right
3: now. Right. Like, what's happening? I don't know, man. Like do. I, I'm always tell him, I'm like, look, I'm not just an alcoholic, like I'm a crackhead. Like, do you still want to keep your stuff? Like, I would rob you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, it's a slippery slope. Like literally, everybody who I work with, they're like, yeah, they they've all come to agree to like Axel cannot have anything. Like he's gonna be our designated driver, and we just make sure, like, because I've already like time and time, state after state, every time we when I'm traveling with the same group. I'm like, I made it, I'm like, yo, you guys you know you guys have some really expensive jewelry and 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 p s fours and you know, and like things that are of value and like and if I run out of my own, trust me, I'm going to steal from you, <laughs> like isn't it this was, if you, if what? If they it, feed
1: you crack? What, do you mean? Like,
3: what would trigger this? Or why were you telling the people this? Or oh, because they always wanted me to drink with them. Oh, God, uh, the I drink
0: drinking it, right, was right, like right, the, the doorway right, right, right. into this right. back and out. I mean, gotcha.
2: it totally is gotcha. the gateway. Like, yeah. Yeah. once I drink, I'm going to smoke weed, then right. I'm going to. Right, right, That's Who knows right? where the night's <laughs> I, I hear this one guy. He always
1: says, uh, if somebody offers him a beer, he tells them, sorry, I don't want to smoke crack tonight. That's really. <laughs> Another guy says every really? time I popped open a beer, a cocaine dealer
2: appeared. <laughs> <And a> it's <genie. laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah. pretty accurate. It's <laughs> pretty accurate. It doesn't take much. It, huh? No, it does, it does not take, take Drinking much. a beer, I'm like, do I really
3: want to drink this? I'm like, I know what I really want. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's okay, so what is what for you guys, I know you're all different places and all different stages in your in your own journey, but what do you know in your wisdom now where you're like, I'm not putting myself in that situation? What are the what are the situations you won't put yourself in? That's
1: a great question. That's a great question. You know.
3: Well it just um every situation for me is different, okay. but the what I've learned is inventory. You know, that's what I was talking to you about okay. yesterday. Like mm-hmm. when you were talking about the resentments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Resentments and like and fears. If I can um if I can just if it's a certain situation I don't wanna I'm like what keeps me from going down that wrong road, I'm like is my past experiences is one and then in, in order for me to remember those things I gotta stay in inventory. Like okay. I'm like, um this uh Let me just um I'm I'm turning some pages so I can get to what you were talking about, right? Um resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it stems from, forms all spiritual disease. For we have been not only mentally, physically ill; we have been spiritually sick. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. Mm. In dealing with the resentments, we set them on paper. We listed them. We listed people, institutions, principles with whom we were angry. We asked ourselves why we had, why we were angry. In most cases, it was. We found that it was our self-esteem, our pocketbooks, our ambitions, our personal relationships. And we were sore, oh it says including sex we were were sore or threatened, so we were um we were burned up on our grudge list. We set opposite each name, our injuries was it our self esteem our security, our ambitions, our personal sex relations, which had been interfered with, so basically it says Mr. Brown, yeah, that's column one, his attention to my wife, told my wife and my mistress, Brown may get um, my job at the office and then, like, what it affected. List, right. 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 So then that's the inventory process. That's the, the three. That's three. And then we, we continue. Right. There's a whole nother page. So, like, before we even get to the fourth column, mm-hmm. we got to do a sick man prayer. Right. Um, We realized that people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick, though we did not like their symptoms and the way these disturbed us. They, like ourselves, were sick, too. We ask God to help us show them the same tolerance, pity, and patience we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, This is a sick man. How could I be helpful to him? God mm-hmm. save me from being angry. That's that good. will be done. That's good. And then the third column says, we looked at our own mistakes. Where have we been selfish, dishonest, self-seeking, and frightened? So even in our grudge list, yeah, we we have a um, we weren't so blinded by that that we couldn't see our own fail. Well, there's a, like when when I'm dealing with a resentment of mine, like I can't see this column mm-hmm. until I've done the prayer. Over, like depending on how pissed I am at this person, like I got to pray a couple weeks. So that's
0: okay. Okay.
3: What was your question? <laughs> Well, I got, I
1: got into what Axel was reading.
3: No, I, I, I,
0: my question is for you guys personally, like in your journeys, what are the environments that you're saying to yourself just as a wisdom decision? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to avoid that. You know, I'm just it, not, go, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going out tonight. I'm not doing that with these people, whatever it is like yeah. the practical, like yeah. have you ever said no? Oh, where yeah. you're like, I guys love you, but I can't do this.
1: I say it all the time, actually really? in my own car, part of my work involves me driving all around town. So all okay. around Orlando and um, you know, Going from uh, a drug addict to getting clean is really a process of becoming more sane, you know, like earning sanity along the the way, you know, and there's different degrees of sanity. And in the beginning of my sobriety, you know, I would have to sometimes drive. I thought I had to drive down Orange Blossom Trail, right by Oak Ridge or I-4. Now, for those people who are listening who've never driven (laughs) back down there, (laughs) you know, you look to your left, there's some prostitutes there. You look to your right, there's some crackheads there. And as a drug addict, you know, I would... Oftentimes, go in that area yeah. to try to find a plug, you know, yeah. to, to get a dealer and to get a bag and to get what I was looking for.
2: Probably sold to him.
1: Yeah, no, all the time. I mean, you know, I, it, that's <laughs> so. I spent a lot of time on Orange Blossom Trail right. in that area and early so that's in a sobriety.
0: So you look at that and go, wisdom, that's a trigger for me. I don't need to be in this area. I'm going to try to avoid this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In previous attempts at sobriety, I've said to myself, "While I'm while I'm abstinent or clean or right. trying to do this program, I said, "You know what? I'm just going to drive down Orange Blossom Trail just to see what's going on over there. Just to see the yeah. scene again." You know, and and really that's my mind tricking me. That's insanity. That's insane thinking right there. Uh, so
3: you know the know reason I mean? why I brought this up right. was why like why I answered your question was because I'm blocked, right? And this is how I get unblocked. So, like, without this inventory, my mind is going to be like, you know what? That's a good idea, you know? <laughs> yeah. But with this inventory, I'm like – But
0: everybody that's th- saying, if you told that to anybody, they would go, no, bro, that's not a good idea.
1: Yeah, and the constant inventorying and, and as you continuously inventory – fewer and fewer things, fewer big things appear on the inventory. Right. And the more sober you are, the smaller things start to appear on the inventory. That's further and further away from these crazy thoughts. Like, I'm just going to drive down Orange Blossom Trail and just see what's going on. Right. I just want to see what's happening. Right.
0: You ever said no to a certain, like, invitation, environment, situation that you were just like, hey, man, um, this is not good for me?
2: Probably. I mean, there's there's been ample times going to the different uh, events and I'm just like, I think you know, I know what kind of events you're talking about. Yeah, the kind <laughs> of events that we probably won't mention on this podcast. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not good for me. Like, yeah, like, like if I feel like, like you feel it, like you feel when something's like not right, like in your being, and you're just like. I got. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like um, one, one of my situations today,
3: actually, <laughs> like they already know, about it. that's why they're laughing about the uh, the, the chick who hit, tat, hit me up with the tattoos. Oh, you told Nick about that? Yeah. 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 So like, so, I, I get a um, I put an ad out on Craigslist like a couple of days ago, and I get a message this morning. I'm like, hey, tattoos. I'm like, yeah. Um, are you trying to get a tattoo? She's, I was like, what's your budget? And she goes, um, I was thinking I can get a discount for uh because I'm cute. I was like, uh, I don't know. And she sends me a picture of her and then she sends me another picture of her titties and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm trying to stay faithful. I'm like, I'm trying to like, you know, live a, a different life. And I'm like, man, why do and in my mind I'm thinking, I'm like, why do I gotta be in a relationship right now? I'm like,
0: oh, snap It <laughs> yeah. goes quick, boy. Yeah. And it's like
3: <laughs> and then and then like so this whole day I'm like conflicted, I'm like battling with my selfishness, right? I'm like, Am I gonna do this? Am I gonna not? I'm like and then I I started doing inventory, right? And I'm like, what have I've always realized with whenever... Uh, so there's that was the resentment and the conduct, right? There's a um, sex conduct inventory when it says, um, where we reviewed our own conduct over the, year, the years past, where have we been selfish, dishonest, and considerate? Whom have we hurt? Did we unjustifi- unjustifiably arouse jealousy, suspicion, or bitterness? Where were we at fault? What should we have done instead? Mm. So, like, I've done so much... Mm. Bad sex conduct in my life, even in recovery, yeah. you know, like especially in recovery is even worse, you know, because like as soon as you take the drugs away, you know, like yeah. I become horny. You know, like yeah. most drug addicts become like very, they it act comes as, back quick. Yeah. yeah, it comes like, you know, they're like, <laughs> right. oh, they're like, oh man, I gotta, I need help. Your body wants to overcompensate, yeah. but it's
1: been missing for, uh, yeah. uh, you, know, you know, God knows how long. But
0: And don't you think that it's tempting to like, I see this with a bunch of people. I, I have a bunch of like older recovering addicts. That like I don't want to say it this way. I'm, I'm not a go ahead, anybody, say it this way. But I would say I'm not sure they're ready to admit it. But in their older age, they've become more financially stable. And you know what they've become? Shopping addicts. Okay. Like they've just transferred the addiction. It seems like to mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. Does that happen? Like because oh, yeah. I just 100%. feel like I feel like you stop drinking, but you are spending like a drunken sailor. Like, like, it
2: just it just took
0: up like sure. yeah.
2: Sure. Axel said a couple weeks back, like drinking is just one of our symptoms of the disease. Of
0: the disease, yeah. Like
2: it can be it redirected like, anywhere.
0: Sex, shopping. Oh yeah, whatever. There, totally. There,
2: yeah. There's a an addict that goes to NA, and they say that we're trying to fill a god sized hole right. with sex shoes, cars, whatever. Yeah, they're just uh, chucking stuff just, in yeah, there and hoping not, it fills
0: up. Gives it's a sense never going to be gives a sense of fulfillment until you yeah.
2: have a higher power that fills that
3: hole. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that we, we convince ourselves that it's going to be enough this time. Like that... uh Whatever shop, like, whatever gift that we're, we're going to buy ourselves is going to be enough. It's going to be, like, the new car, the new girlfriend, the new um, mm-hmm. clothes, shoes, you know. That it'll be enough. You know?
1: It's great to be an addict and recognize, like, oh, yeah, I was filling that hole with drugs and alcohol, and now I'm feeling like I want to fill it with sex. You mm-hmm. can become aware of it, and then you yeah. can work on it through the program. Yeah. You know, but people who don't have the luxury of mm-hmm. being drug addicts or alcoholics may have this whole their entire lives and not recognize what that it, it exists or what it is. Right. Or what right. It or it right. Is. Or no, I think you're right.
0: Yeah. I think there is a a beauty of the in the brokenness, right? There's a beauty in hitting bottom, in the fact that there's only one way to go from that point up. There's yeah. only up is the only way, right? right. And so. I think there is a weird beauty in that because a lot of people that never tend to like totally destroy their lives, wreck their lives to the point where they cry out for help, they're just sin man. – they're doing sin management. You know what right. I'm saying? They're just holding on to whatever that thing is that's – you know, that's their fix for the week, for the day, for the moment. <laughs> and a lot of you know, times that could be – that
3: could be a variety of things. You know? Right. Yeah, the, um, the great thing is that like the the bottom can be as shallow or as deep as that person is, you know like it could be as deep as the ocean or as shallow as, you know, like a kiddie pool. What do you mean? Uh, it's like um so like there's people in in recovery Who didn't go to the I did. Like, Mm. they didn't have to go to the jungles of Colombia. You know, they didn't have to, (laughs) like, sniffing (laughs) coke and, you know,
2: like, just left the problem.
3: (laughs) Sheesh. Like, they didn't have to, like, be homeless. You know, they didn't have to live in one room with two other crackheads smoking crack, throwing deodorant just to make them do the chicken walk. You know, they didn't have to. The chicken, why <laughs> do you like to do a chicken walk? You know, when like, uh, when like, <laughs> <kind of laughs> <just>, you know. <laughs> it's like, when you're like looking <laughs> around know. on the floor like it, for oh, a, oh. It, it,
2: it, It's a cruel trick it. to play on crackhead You, you gotcha. take, Oh, I see. You got to explain that. You got to
1: explain that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they've dropped... a little bit of chicken walk? Yes, yes, yes. You know, picking up the the floor? Now that I know what (laughs) you're talking about. Uh,
0: You're horrible. (laughs) It's it's It's, funny.
1: (laughs) I'm picturing you in the jungles of Colombia wearing like a loincloth and like hunting with one of those blow darts. What are you doing there? I mean...
3: I'm mean, like not this, that far off, but like a lot skinnier. Yeah.
1: If you ended up in
0: Colombia, though, if you like, if your drug addiction took you on a trip, it's like,
3: yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like on the side of a mountain one night, and I was just like looking out into the vast jungle, and I was just like. How did I get here?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, if your drug addiction took you to Columbia, it's a lot better than your drug addiction taking you under the turnpike in Kissimmee. You okay. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Okay. You know,
3: you're still you still don't have okay. to go far to hit
0: rock bottom. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's a long trip.
3: Sometimes it's a short trip. Yeah. Some people they still have their jobs, their their lives, and then, yeah. and they hit bottom. That's what I was trying to say. Like, I see what you're saying. I
0: see what you're saying uh, That makes sense.
1: Yeah, but I got to tell you, going back to what you were talking about when we are avoiding things, uh, my, you know, when I was an addict or when I was an active addiction, I used to, they called me the squirrel. I would squirrel Bags all over in my house because I didn't want my wife. Because my wife is going to look, so if she finds all of them. Then I'm screwed. So you know, I put one under this vase and one behind the Xbox and one in this book, and you know, and then throughout the day I'd forget where they were. So (laughs) right, or I'd use and I, you know, I didn't, I couldn't just uh, go to the to the to the garbage and throw it out because my wife is around. So throw it behind the couch. And uh, my wife the other day, this <laughs> this past weekend, she says, um, hey, I want to clean under the bed, you know, and we haven't cleaned under the bed in like four or five months. Mm. So I'm like thinking to myself, oh, I bet something is going to appear from out under the yeah. bed. So we move the whole bed and as you know, those dust bunnies are there. But after I cleared one away, there was an empty bag right there with like two skulls on it. And I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that dealer in that bag. And I remember that. And it was empty. Now, in the past, finding something like that yeah. would have been like, you know, my mouth would be uh, really? watering, you know. I'd be savoring salivating. this and, and salivating over, oh, my God, you know, this is really. But um, in this case, thank God. I mean, really, thank yeah. God that uh, I put it on the uh, on the dustbin. Yeah. Put it on the dustbin and I walked it over to the garbage and I, I just dumped it in there. And I shook my head and I say, you know, thank God, you know, grace right yeah. there. And it was awesome. That was is awesome. A, that is awesome it's And it's awesome also if I have to drive and I don't have to drive down OBT. Yeah. Hardly ever. I don't make that choice to go down OBT right. ever. But if I did have to drive down OBT, you know, all I'd look is to the left and to the right and say just, you know, by yeah. the grace of God, that, yeah. that's not me. Yeah. You know what I mean? These days. Yeah. And that's as a result of this program and a spiritual awakening. Really, that's what that yeah. is. I and mean, that's really awesome. That's good know. stuff,
0: man. I mean, that's a huge thing. I think there's a lot of people who may not have ever had a like a an addiction to a chemical who is listening to this, and they are addicted to certain patterns. We we call those in in a religious setting besetting sins. That's when you're caught up
1: in something that you feel like has just overpowered you. Give an example. Um, one that's common in pornography in the past. Oh, pornography. That's another one. Definitely oh, oh, besetting man. sin. That's ubiquitous now. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So it's like that's a tough. And thing. you feel like you're in a
0: pattern that you can't break. It's like you, you make it's all these the excuses, toughest. you make all the yeah, all this kind of stuff. And yep. it's like, it's yep. like, I mean, Axe is looking at porn right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: you know what I'm saying? I mean, like that. I mean that. I mean, you, there's a bunch of stuff that you would fall into those categories, but like. um that that pattern where you feel helpless so i think there's a bunch of people listening to what you're saying and they, and they, they take encouragement with that man because i think yeah when you when you get to one of those places in your life not that it's over but you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit you yeah. start to feel the victories a little bit you yeah. start to see god's hand in it a little bit you know yep. you start to feel that sense of freedom a little bit even you know what, though that um, old man's there you know
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what the uh this book talk it it, it it describes that as like us being enslaved to ourselves, right? Yeah. So like we're in bondage of self. So like we have to ask God to uh, to relieve the, relieve us of the bondage of self. You right. know, that's the third step. Mm-hmm. Like we ask God and like, all right, so here from not from here on out, I'm not gonna do this. Right. You know. Right. Here on out, I'm gonna. Like I'm gonna practice these principles, I'm gonna work these steps, and then like when we get into six and seven, right? That's where it's at. Yes, like when like we see those things that are objectionable to us, you know, we ask God to remove the things that stand in the way of my usefulness. He's talking about
1: step six and step seven, which
3: are Um, what step six and seven. Um, I forgot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know it's it's talking about. I I forgot the exact. (laughs) I don't like memorizing
3: anything Uh, in this book. Just because of um, <laughs> he's like, I'll be like, I forgot, on <laughs> I forgot, it's uh, entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character and then humbly ask and remove our shortcomings. That's just the outline of it, right? Yeah. And I know where it's at in the book, like where it actually talks yeah. about writing it. I just, um, you know, like, oh, our friend who was there who like memorized the yes, the, I'm like, I don't like memorizing things anymore, you know. Why wow, you're running out of space. Yeah, yeah, I run yeah. out of space. Took
0: like a hard drive that filled up up there. <laughs> yeah, 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 You, you, gotta gotta you, something. Something you, you got to delete some pictures. it's got a lot of yeah. porn up there. It's <laughs> funny. It, it, this is an interesting thing. Like that, the the inventory process, and then the admission of of the self being a a prison and the self being an enslavement, you know, Mm -hmm. these are very like, those are very new Testament principles too. like that. Like, like Paul would word it this way. I think one of my favorite passages in the new Testament is, is Paul's articulation of that problem in Romans seven, where he says, you know, the things that I want to do, I can't do the things that I don't want to do. Those are the things I keep doing. (laughs) Those are the things that what I keep doing the things I don't want to freaking do. It's like, if that's not a description of addiction, Totally. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. You or know know
1: of the human condition.
0: Yeah, of yeah. that sense of bondage to sin, that sense of bondage to like, I want to be this other person, but I keep going back to the, the line or to the the bitterness or to the, you know, the deceitfulness or to the addiction or to the, you know, I'm saying like the like acting yeah. out sexually, whatever it is. So it's what's like- the
1: vehicle that you implore for your – for the people who come to you and say, listen – I have a problem with porn, and it's getting yeah. in the way of my life. My wife is, and my children are, and you know, I'm at a red light, and I'm looking at it. And yeah. By the way, I'm basically speaking my own experience. Yeah. But if I come to you and I say to you, "What do I do, Pastor? What's the vehicle by which they can rid themselves of this or begin to work on it?"
0: Right. No, I, I, it's a very similar process to what you guys are doing. Like all this, this book that what you guys call the big book is really based out of. What I call the big book, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Based out of the Bible, right? right. And so it's the same process. It's start with hey, there's got to be, it's got to go beyond you, there's got to be higher power. You've got to be at a place where you, you realize there's a real problem. There's a real brokenness in you, yeah. that it's causing havoc in other areas of your life, including relationships, that you're going to reach out to God. There's all of these, like, admissions you have to make to yourself, right? And then you're including things like accountability, which you guys would call sponsors. And you're including, like, you know, it's, it's just diff- slightly yeah. different language, the exact yeah. same meaning. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I would say it's almost the exact same. Right. The process is the spiritual That's spiritual development, whether that's in a church or in an AA meeting or an NA meeting or, you know, two guys figuring out how to get sober with, you know, just the book by themselves. I don't know. But it has to include those principles. Right. 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 Um, I just think that that principle, that spiritual principle is so core to the teachings of the New Testament about, hey, you can't make you can't make yourself good before God. That right. can't happen. Right. You're not good before God in your own power. The only thing that's good before God is when you become when you welcome the powerlessness. When you say, "I cannot do this without you. I need your grace." Yeah. Right? That's the point of the gospel. That's the point of the New Testament is, "Hey, there is no religious system. Like there's no list of rules, whether it's whether it's you know, Buddha's step towards nirvana, the, the Ten Commandments, you know, all, there's no religious set of rules that you could follow that'll get you to God. That God will go, oh, yeah, I'll, that is well done, sir. Right. Like, nice behavior. Right. I mean, very wow. moral. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's not going to happen. Right? Right, and that's, right.
0: that's everybody. And anybody that tells you different, I don't care what the religion is, anybody that tells you different, it's just a matter of time. Until you discover how hypocritical they are right right it's just a matter of time to exposed. and i think that's why most people hate religion and organized religion cuz you got religious leaders sitting around basically saying like if you'll just follow our code you'll be good you'll be moral you'll be right you'll be justified right right and the whole centerpiece of this book and the centerpiece of the book of the of the gospel is, is you can't you can't justify yourself God, you you have to be dependent upon God. You have to be dependent on higher power. You have to invite men. There's no way you can make yourself right.
1: You know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Actually, when they distill this program down, a lot of people like to say, it's three things. Trust God, clean house, help others. Yeah. Those three things. Yeah. We trust God being first. Yeah. Then cleaning house, which is what we're talking about with yeah. our character defects, for yeah. pornography, for example. Yeah. You know, and when I uh, – when and I had – in the last six months, I've gone through this uh, this this arc of really getting into my sexuality with my wife, right. Really getting into pornography. Mm. You know, it, it doesn't help that I take testosterone, mm. and so I had a deficiency from twenty two years of drug addiction, mm. and then with that in my body, that's like an overdrive turbo yeah. in the in the yeah. sexuality department, and um, you know, I found myself. Not only looking at pornography, at red lights, mm. you know, I'm stopping at a light. Oh, I got 14 seconds. Let me just pop open this and, you know, I'm starting and yeah. I'm doing it, you know, unconsciously, yeah. just doing it. Not only that, but then I began to delve into something worse, mm. which is, you know, I'm looking at websites where there's prostitution, uh, you know, and that's like yeah. almost turning into an action, Sure, you know?
0: That's right, yeah, you're going from the mental to the, hey, let, 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 let That's you know. right,
1: it's not manifesting. We live in a world in now where you can
0: get a whole, like, here's a website and a list. How do you know? How do Listen, you know? Listen, bro, come on, man, <laughs> it's the world we live in. It's crazy now. We don't crazy. want to get you in trouble. We don't you can to. get your own, they got they got websites now, you can get your own, you know, pornographic person, personality, that's yeah. just for you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's crazy. It's like DoorDash. for yeah, it's, cr- it's crazy, bro, it's crazy. I, I mean, I worry because I got boys. Yeah, I'm raising boys. Yeah, and,
2: I got one too. Yeah, and
0: I, you
1: know, and I, you know. I'm
0: raising boys, and, and and men that are like now, like us in our 30s and 40s, you you you've done some time where where uh, sexuality has gotten out of control, lust has been out of control, uh, porn that pornography is so pre- prevalent and easy access, we know what it can do. To the heart and the human condition, the soul, we know how it can hurt us. We don't want to admit it a lot of times, but we know how it will disrupt our thinking, our our hearts, our minds, our relationships. Right.
1: And I don't want that for my kids. You don't, right? And at the same time, I think to myself, you know, anything of value that I've ever gotten is is through struggle. Right. You know? And so – I'm always trying to manage a line between do I let him figure this out on his own? Mm. You no, know, not that I want him to get on pornography and sit right. around jerking off all day long in right. his room, but he's also a teenager. Right. I just remember my youth. That's yeah. all I did all day long. Right. Was around and jerk off. Yeah. But, but the point is that there's so many places where I think to myself, you know, he's going to have to learn this on his own. You can't teach somebody. I don't know how you can teach your children, uh, Spiritual principles, other than by them watching you, yeah, you know I mean you could tell them, but right. i don 't know if they can actually uh if they can actually download that. And feel that and know that until they've gone through something. So when you talk about your boys and pornography, you know, I mean, if you tell them, don't look at pornography and I'm going to
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's almost right. worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. What do you They're do? Like, don't do it. OK. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like the sign to do it. Right. 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 So you have yeah. to have Absolutely. these much more like relational based like, hey, man. I'm gonna tell you about my my past, my failings, the things that I'm hoping that are better for you. But those are tough conversations yeah. that I don't know if any right, teenager fully gets. But you gotta try. I mean, we live in a crazy world, man. Right, right. You know what I mean? Do you suggest you know, I was talking to
3: my um, my my son, right? Like we weren't we weren't talking about like um anything sexual, but he's ten, right? So he was talking uh I was like driving, I was like, Oh, you see that um see this guy right here? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was I was like, That guy is me on drugs. And he's like, What, really? He's like he can't believe it. I was like, he's like, give him a dollar. I was like, no, nah, I can't give him anything because he's probably gonna go smoke crack with it. And he's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm, and I, I'm like, trying to trying to, help to get him,
2: him, him a some
0: picture. Get
3: him a. I was like, look, this is what happens when you do drugs. I'm like, I was like, if you're my son, I was like, this might happen to you if you end up doing drugs. Yeah. Uh, I was like because we we had the same DNA in it, and I'm like, but the the. The crazy thing is, like, um, I kind of jumped in here and I was, like, thinking to myself, like, why did I, like, come out and tell you guys about what, what my experience was today, right? And I was thinking, like, because of the fear, you know, the fear I felt and the disconnection I felt. Um, just with the like the relationship I have with the, my girlfriend now, I'm like, mm. I felt like uh, like when I was talking to this chick, I'm like, why am I doing it in the bathroom? I'm like, why am I hiding this sh- from her? You know, yeah. like, Why am, I'm like, why am I thinking about doing this? And I'm like, and it felt like how it was when I was trying to hide the drug from my mom. Mm. You know, like, and I'm like, man, I don't want this. Like, and like, and my mind started like, reclining. I was like, this is gonna take me back out. Yeah. like this right here could potentially lead me down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Know? And I'm thinking I'm like, man, I got to tell somebody about this. I was like I got to I was like I, I got to go share this. You know, I'm like, yo, this is what's going on with me. Like that's why I shared it with you. That's why I shared it with you. That's why I'm sharing it now so it can be released like so it doesn't hold power. Mm. Like whenever I when I the secrets keep us sick, right?
0: Well, that's and that's the thing about like that that's the the most powerful thing about pornography is the privacy. Right and the secretiveness, right? Yeah. And So you're doing this thing that's like, it's not like you do that collectively, typically, right? It's not like where'd you go to college? It's not like that's a social <laughs> environment, right? It's like, come on up, we're all gonna watch porn. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a very like secretive thing, right? You go underground, and, and that has such power yeah. over you. It yep. it, it shakes this. I wear pride
3: like, like clothing, and but like underneath, like you're gonna see, like, uh, you know, a lot of fat and like you know it's yeah. the same thing with spirituality i can i could wear my my accomplishments as like a, a pride like, like like look at what i've accomplished but if i don't talk about the things of that like that's rotten in my fridge today like yeah. yo this is what's going on with me today like then that if i don't share those things eventually that'll lead to something deeper and then yeah. more action and it's tough to share even
1: though yeah, everybody looks at porn yeah. and yet it's there's a stigma to it that if you walk down and say yeah I'm just looking at porn you know people be like oh my god what a, yeah. you know, what a scumbag you you're know, so gross I, what a yeah pervert. you're so disgusting you're a pervert right oh, okay. but things behind things. closed doors but behind closed doors I guess hold on, hold you could on, say
2: all put, sexuality let me put, is put, my, behind let me put my, my headphones on when nobody's in the house so they can't hear the porn <laughs> oh you do that
1: yeah. <laughs> he's a headphone porn guy gotcha. yeah uh, gotcha. do you even look at the video it's just <laughs>
2: I, I, you know, so that's that sound Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's Terrible. No, it's, a, ter- it's a terrible f- addiction. It yeah. really is. Like I absolutely, like I absolutely hate looking at porn. Like right. I really hate it, but like I'm drawn to it. Like,
0: yeah, that's the shame part of it, right? Yeah. Too. That's the other part, right? It's private and it's shameful. Mm-hmm. So the the weird part about it is, pro same thing, probably very similar drug use, right? Like. Leading up to the using, right, there's this, oh, I got to have it, got to have it, got to have it, desire, desire, desire. And then immediately after, many times, the come down is like, ugh, like I don't feel good about this. Nobody, nobody's walking out from, you know what I'm saying, walking out going, oh, that that was fantastically great. Most of us <laughs> feel pretty like, bad about ourselves, no, it's right? Like like, oh, no, yeah, it's like sluggish feeling. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's
2: like I go to the gym. I've been going to the gym, actually, lately. And I uh, leave, leave the gym and feel good about myself, whereas, like, I'll go home and beat off and then just be like...
3: <sighs> right. It's right. Like,
2: it doesn't feel good.
0: Yeah, and I think that's... But think about how it plays into the to the prison, too, that we're, we're talking about, right? And, and not that we want to... Somehow this became, like, a porn episode now. I don't know how that happened, but... But you know what I'm saying? like well, addiction, but, yeah. but that, that pattern... Addiction. And the reason that it's so... Connected to like the, the self and the enslavement, right, is what you're saying. That sense of like, look at what it actually is, right? It's, it's me disconnected from healthy relationship and trying to exist completely under the umbrella of me, right? It's the, it's the most active. It's, in, in the sexual arena, it's the ultimate act of selfishness. Yes. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's not, hey, I'm I'm giving myself away to another person. It's not I'm pleasing another person. It's not I'm honoring another person. It's just
1: me. That's right. You know what what I mean? Yeah, and and there's all kinds of ramifications that occur from that. From from being in self with that over time. You know, we become less likely to to be able to be in healthy relationships. Where our our sexuality becomes perverse in such ways that we expect things of women that that completely unreasonable. Probably will not
0: (laughs) ever achieve. Right. right, Right, right. (laughs) No, that's a good point. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it warps our thinking. We don't realize it. It warps the way we'll interact with our partner sexually because they're not. Because remember, we've kept them disclosed from this a lot, so they don't know what's going on. They're like, "What is all of this? Where is this coming from?" Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they can't live up to this completely fake standard that's completely created by a, a producer and a Hollywood team. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that's insane. Yeah, that's insane.
1: You know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a it's a crazy world. You play. know how I you know how I dealt with my porn addiction because I've gotten a lot better. What I did was I deleted Instagram, I deleted Tumblr, I deleted Snapchat. I deleted any apps where I'd be, where I'd be exposed right. to beautiful women right. with giant breasts and, right. you know, very thongy thongs, yeah. which is what I'd be looking at <laughs> all day long as a primer to the hardcore stuff, you know? Right. It would feed into that. And so when I, I made a decision in doing Step 6 and 7, actually reading a book mm. specifically about Step 6 and 7 called Drop the Rock. And in reading that book, you know, it, it really was an impetus for me to take action. And the action was let's, let's delete all the apps. Let's get me out of that environment first and foremost, you know, that's on my phone or that on my tablet and whatnot, you know, and that was a great first step because by not having that around really, really, really kind of, um, it, it kind of deadened all of that noise that was in my head. And now when I stop at a red light, I'm not looking at porn anymore. I'm probably, uh. You know, I'm probably looking for a podcast or something. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm doing no, but it,
0: I, I mean, it's that's that at its core, in the in the spiritual environments and the religious environments, we would call that an act of fasting, right? Yeah, it's an act of fasting. Yeah, you're saying I'm taking this out of my daily diet, right, to prove that I have mastery over this, or that I can have, or that God through me can have. Right, right. I'm taking this away to honor Him with this time instead of just consuming myself with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that what you tell? Yeah. That's what we'd be talking about. We'd be saying like, hey, you know, when you're the act of like uh, a, a social media fast or what you're saying, I'm deleting this. I'm getting away from this practice, right? Yeah. This, I'm changing my calendar. I'm changing my routine. I'm changing the things that I'm ingesting. Because everything has meaning and it and and if it's all centered around me and my brokenness and feeding into this black hole, right, yeah, like it can overtake me, you know, yeah, so it is wild how these things intertwine, but
3: so like me with Naruto. What's Naruto? Not Naruto. <laughs> what? So, like, I did the same thing. Oh, like, instead of porn, I'm like watching Naruto. What's Naruto? That's what you thats it's, what you are masturbate to? No. That's <laughs> what I'm like, like. I've been like driving to work, like watching anime. Watching <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> i like, better porn. <laughs> He's got
0: deeper problems. Yeah. He's got deeper problems. <laughs>
3: it's like, oh, man. I'm like, i, I got to know what's going to happen next. I want to see his next jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> like it's more like a kid and uh, um, addiction that I have It's like it's like I like anime. I'm I'm an artist, you know. Like I, I was always into that, you know.
0: Last question, um, for today, do you do you ever feel like the the recovery world, the recovery ar- ar- arenas, the recovery groups, the recovery people, the recovery friendships, social settings, can they become a little judgy too? Like religious settings, judgy of the people that maybe.
2: Oh
3: yeah, of course. Aren't
0: in the recovery They're like the recoveries? I am know. now. I'm <laughs> dealing with that. Now. Are you really, but really? Yeah, but, but we have, we have a saying. It's
3: like like look. Stick with uh, – I was like, um, don't judge anybody, but stick with the winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough to do. <laughs> That's a fine That's line.
0: Worst, that is <laughs> a wild statement. Don't judge anybody, but stick with the winners. <laughs> right.
3: oh, like, so yeah. you can always tell when somebody's actually doing programming or who's not, or at least somebody who's trying to or somebody who's still struggling. Okay. Like, because, like, it's just – um. You know, you, you you can't lie to a liar. You know, ah, you, you can't. You guys see, you have your your BS meter yeah. goes off quicker than oh, most. yeah. yeah, yeah really. <laughs> uh, no, no, really, no.
2: It's like, like know.
3: you know, some some of us get fooled, but it's like anytime, like it, can, you, we can't be fooled forever. You know, like we could be fooled for a couple months, yeah. but eventually, what you're doing in the dark is gonna come to light. You know, know, the the way this is structured,
1: that this program is structured and those meetings Mm -hmm. and the people that come to the meetings, there's no particular leader. So, you know, you don't get real hypocrisy. You don't get somebody standing up who's in charge of anything. Right. Nobody is in charge of this thing. That's what's really cool about it. There's very There's uh, there's very few things that I've seen. That are built this way where nobody's in charge. Right. Nobody wants to be in charge, or people who want to be in charge are typically are voted out. this And so there's less, you know, there's less judgment in oh that guy's doing a terrible job. Nobody's really got a job other than mm-hmm. to come in and stay sober. Right. So we're all equal in that way. But occasionally, you know, you'll get somebody who might be somebody who's influential. Okay. In the program. And, and in my case, there's a guy who's influential in the program and he's not, he's not a guy here in Kissimmee, but he's a guy in Orlando and uh, I made a donation, you know, I had this kind of shady, not totally shady, but I was involved in a shady real estate deal and I got some money. I called my sponsor and I said, uh, you know, I got this $10,000, but I don't feel great about it. You know, it was kind of like a poker game and I had to, uh, and I had to do some subterfuge mm-hmm. to get this money, but I got the money. So he said, make a donation to the group. And I did, I made a $500 donation. I gave it to this one influential guy. Yeah. And I said, Hey, what are you gonna do with it? Buy some small big books or buy yeah. this, buy that. And he's like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And a couple months go by and nothing was bought for the group. And then he showed me, he's like, hey, check out this engagement ring I got my wife. And I'm sitting there going, this guy took my $500 and put it towards his engagement fund. I know it. The money never got accounted for. We never got big books. And so every time I see this guy and he it's shares, made it I'm sitting there going, I know you're full of shit is what yeah. I'm thinking in my yeah. head. You know. But that's that's you know a unique circumstance. It doesn't happen often that, that – that you have that I was way.
0: thinking more along the lines of, like, do you guys look at the outside world, the guys that that aren't in recovery? Like, you Sick. know saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was <laughs> thinking more along the line of just, yeah,
3: like, just, no, we just the
0: regular people out there. <laughs> Normies. Normies. The Normies. 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 And go, like, you know, like, because I think, I think the work that you guys are doing is to be commended, right? I think there's a lot of people... Who will are either haven't hit the place in their life or just will not put forth the effort to do the work that you guys are doing. And I think it should be commended. But at the same time, I think you know how hard it is. And there's that temptation to look at people that are just out there kind of floating through life, not doing these more more higher consciousness, kind of, you know, kind of more disciplined life choices and go, Oh my gosh, look at these guys. Totally.
1: We do every day. Yeah. We do every day. We go into these meetings sometimes, and it's like a refuge from the real world, and we talk about it, Yeah, and we say, oh, my God, today, this person at the store, this guy at this
0: place. Okay, okay. You know? I was was wondering that. I was was like...
3: (laughs) No, I always feel like it's uh, empathy as well, too. I'm like, Mm. I empathize with people who can't find um, a solution to problems other than what they've always done, you know, right. like shopping or alcohol or whatever. Yeah. It, I'm like, this is a great solution. I'm like, this is a way out. Yeah, and I, I, I we can come to agree this is a, a sufficient yeah. solution for us. Do you pity a little bit the guys that are like, you know,
0: like, um, I, okay, I don't want to. I'll say it anyways. It's fine. You know, like I, there's a group of guys. I have a group of guys that I love. Deeply love. I don't want this to sound disparaging because I do love these guys, but their whole life exists, whether it's work or whether it's business or whether it's family or whether it's social life or fantasy football or whatever the heck we're doing. It all revolves around like getting off at the right time to go down to the bar to drink. It all revolves around what are we gonna drink? It all revolves around we're getting together this weekend so we can drink. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you it's ever like they're think not alcoholics? It's like, are, are you, are they you, would say they're not. Do you feel like you're <laughs> I'm not sure you could take it away from them. We have this pamphlet and we could check. Right, them. right. I, mean, I don't think they pass. Whatever the whatever the test is, I don't think they pass. But they don't think about that. They they just right. think, hey, this is our life. We 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 go, we we're gonna go at the golf course, we're gonna drink. Right, what about we're gonna that? we're gonna go to the, the 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 club afterwards. We're gonna drink. We're gonna watch the game together. We're gonna drink. How do you feel we're towards
3: gonna... people who are false in prison? No, but I'm
0: saying, do you look at that and go,
3: God, that's I mean, yes, that's how. I'm that's why. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I was like, I feel the same way. Like for people who are falsely in prison. like they're oh, okay. they're they're in prison. Oh, okay, I see know, what like, you're
0: saying now. So like they they can't see that they're in prison. Okay, so but. you look at it with pity then, more of like, a, oh man, I, I I can see how blind that is.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. That's how I view it. Yeah. I don't know how they view it. I mean, I, I look at it as just uh, wow, you know, I'm at a place of awareness, and they're not at a place of awareness yeah. yet. You know, and, and we like to be, you know, we like to be around other people that have reached some sort sure. of awareness. Yeah, you know, and have you ever been a sober guy around a bunch of people who are drinking and all the time, you know, and and you know, at a, at a certain point in the night, the drinking has gotten to the point where Stupid. you're like, oh my god, I got to yeah. get away from these. People. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, and that's almost how I feel around okay. a lot of people outside of. The I just program. know for
0: me, it's it's always been a challenge to be like, there's a fine line between pity and judgment, right? There's a fine line between like. Like looking at them and going, looking at people that are leading a life that seems to be controlled by the winds of whatever or their own immorality or their own lack of discipline and going, oh, my gosh, look at these people. There's a fine line between that and being like, hey, man, God loves these people, too. Yeah. Right. They just haven't figured out this component of their life yet. And maybe I'm in their life to kind of bring him some That's light the, or hope
1: or meaning or whatever it is. Yeah. You just go uh, slip, slipping from sympathy into a resentment. Yeah. You know, into, it's a,
0: it's a, it's a quick slide too. It's not a long yeah. time. That's dude. what
3: attracted me to this church and you. I'm like, right. because I feel like you like, um, had the same feelings towards I, I, I do as like, um, like that, that yeah. view, you know, like that. Like I, I don't like judge anybody. I'm like, yo, I know we, we come from like, I feel like the same principles, you I can yeah. I can see him in you and okay. I'm like are they, these same principles I can see him I was like man this guy's real like, yeah. I was like he's like not one of those uh, the the those churchgoers who I can't talk to because they're so above sin they're yes. so above yeah. a certain thing I'm like nah. yeah no like you're down to earth like yeah. I can realize like you know what but it is a temptation it, I think it is a temptation uh, to even judge? for me Yeah,
0: to get judgy because yeah. Yeah, you move from having pity for the person to thinking better of yourself to going well, yeah. well, at least I'm not them. Yeah.
3: Well, I always, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Which is like, dude, but for the sake of God, go I. I mean, I, you know. You know, what I'm, you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. That's
3: why I told my son. I was like, that is me. When I when I showed him, I was like, yo, that guy who's begging, I was like, I used to do the same thing. That's that
1: me. is me. You know, I have a habit of of falling into gossip all the time. And what yeah. it is, is it's character assassination. Yeah. And so, you know, I do that often. And, um, you know, what we're talking about, judging other people, I certainly sit in judgment of other people often. But I want to say that in doing this program, if we're maintaining our spiritual condition, right. we're less apt to crossing over from sympathy into full-on judgment and, right. and, uh, like and resentment. You know, But we have to continue to do this work. Yeah. It's just like this thing – I hate to sound like a meathead. Yeah. But this program is exactly like working out. Yeah. And if you want to have muscles, you got to get in have there the and it's going to hurt yeah. and you'll get the results. But you got to keep going every yeah. single day if you yeah. want to keep it. Yeah. And that's, that's how a spiritual yeah. program works. You got to keep doing it every single
2: day. Growing pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You want abs? You got to put in the work, baby. Yeah.
2: Oh
0: yeah.
1: Cut out the sugar. Yes. That's the pinnacle you're talking about, abs. abs. That's like Nirvana abs. for a Buddhist. Damn, what Damn. What it would be in Christianity? I don't know. But, man. It's a like,
0: third heaven <laughs> or something. That's my like sponsor. <laughs> yeah.
1: What's the highest? What's the highest spiritual attainment in Christianity? What could it be?
0: Um, it's a weird thing, man. It goes the opposite in Christianity. So the highest attainment is is this is weird. I know it's probably that's not cool. what you're expecting. It's suffering, right? Oh. Oh, so it's Jesus. the op it's it's the opposite, right? It goes in it, willful it, suffering. It willful mm-hmm. suffering. Yeah, yeah, willful suffering. Right, right, right. So the ultimate is when you go, oh, I get it. Willful suffering for myself. I'm gonna I'm, whatever that call that that's fasting, right? I'm giving up something that I crave. Because I don't want it to have that power of me. I want God to have power of me. That would be the personal suffering and then the suffering in the world, the identifying, hey, with other people's suffering and willing to suffer along with them. That's the ultimate, God, gotcha. that's the ultimate deal. So yeah. you gotta give away to your picture. fortune. That's right. And you gotta move to, you That's why Jesus
3: came to serve and not be served. It's a wild deal, man. I
0: gotta tell you, like, I know it sounds crazy, but, um, you know, our group have been, we've been going to Honduras for the last, I don't know, 15 years. And some of the times in my life that I felt closest to God, a most sense of like purpose and meaning have been spent. Like when all the resources are going out from me to something other than me. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: completely. I mean, it's
0: a wild thing, man. You're in Honduras. We're sweaty. We're working. We're taking care of kids. All these crazy. We're building this orphanage, and everybody's paid all this money to go do this and be there and raise money. And it's like I never felt more meaning in my entire life. Yeah. You would think like, I mean, I, I don't know. You would just think like being on a jet ski would have more meaning. But I feel a sense of like fulfillment. But the truth is, as great as that is, that does not compare when you're down there. Like yeah. when you're doing that sort of work that's selfless.
1: Yep. Yeah. Something about it is beautiful. That's, right? awesome, that oh, right? that. Yeah. that's awesome that you say like that. Yeah. That's
3: awesome you say that. Like going into the uh, rehabs and stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that's there it, you yeah, go. That's it. That's it. That's it. You start this to get that,
0: that sense when you give back, when you're like, man, that's I right. used to be here. Now I'm back giving back
3: selflessly.
1: That's a powerful thing. Right, right. We call that our primary purpose, to stay sober by helping other alcoholics. Yeah, there and in that process. work, do we find fulfillment there in a profound sense of, it, uh, of consciousness of God. Yeah, it's that's awesome. awesome. That's it. All right, cool. that's as far
0: as we can go over today. y'all yep. get out in it. <laughs> Love you. That's a good it, spot, man. too, to call.